Hey everybody, it's Nathan with the Birds and the Leaves. We're back. We are back, Kim. How you feeling? Great. We are, uh, tonight we're going to have some fun. Um, we are going to have a good time. It's our Corona uh, 2020 recap. Um, not to make light of the situation, but it seems to be we're coming towards possibly the end of this. Uh, Texas appears to be opening up um, yeah. and some other states are doing so. Uh but first, I do want to say a couple things. Um, we uh, really appreciate everybody listening, especially uh, the last episode we did with Oscar Camacho. Um, it's It's been our most listened to episode so far, yeah. and uh, we had a really good time uh, making it. And hopefully, um, we'll have Oscar around to talk and some other guests. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, uh, if you guys have ideas for us, things we want you want us to talk about, please let us know. You can comment on our Facebook page. You can uh, send an email to me at podcastinglees at gmail.com or you can you know if you know us hit us up text yeah. phone uh don't come to our house because even though we're coming to the end we're still social distancing corona uh, corona covid 19 in the 20 so anyway oh. uh, it, that was bad that i was super was, tacky it was very tacky and i was trying to be cool which i won't be anymore yeah. so anyway um, well, you know, we're just going to have a conversation, see where it goes. We haven't been uh, on in a while. In fact, the last episode came out a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but tonight we just want to reflect on the last uh, few, man, couple of months. Yeah, it's been, well, I guess the kids were let out mid-March for yeah, spring so break. For us it was spring break is when things all started, you know, happening. So we're really two months Good. Almost to the day. Almost to the day. So, okay, so as we kind of reflect on the situation's just totally mm-hmm. been wonky, and especially yeah. if, we, you know, for, uh, well, I work in a church, you work with churches, um, yeah. and so this has just been really, really unique for us, but I think that's the first question I'm going to ask is, mm-hmm. in the midst of all this, what was the thing that surprised you uh, the most or the most shocking thing during this whole situation? I don't know that it was... Su- super duper shocking but the idea of how panicked some people got mm-hmm. um without a reason to yet of, okay of, yeah of what the end result might be okay so obviously you're talking about kind of the hoarding and stockpiling mm-hmm. i mean some of the things that they were hoarding and stockpiling i just don't understand the toilet paper well i, I still get the, don't I, okay i understand the, the the thought process behind the toilet paper i don't agree with the uh, approach to it because it's just panic Okay, but it's like a snowstorm. It's like getting caught in a snowstorm. But let's just put this in in a real comparison. Yeah, uh, the milk and eggs didn't go first. Well, the milk and eggs did not go first. But here's <laughs> here's the thing. It's it's kind of like this. Which one do you want to not get caught with out? Food. Okay, milk. But that's a very specific thing. Milk and eggs. Okay, if I don't have milk and eggs, <laughs> I can live with it. But if I don't have toilet paper. Now again, yeah. I am not condoning hoarding in the in the panic, but yeah. I I understand the rationale. Everyone was yeah. like, "Wow, how much? How many times are you going?" Corona doesn't even have those side effects. Right. Well, it had nothing to do with the side effects. It was the fear of not it was having the, it. It was the fear of being yeah. locked down, and I can't get to the store, and now I'm using leaves in the backyard. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Um. So yeah, I think the panic, and I and I do want to talk about that in a little bit because uh, that was actually something that that I think was a very in a more serious note, was something to yeah. consider and how people felt about this whole situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. For me, honestly, and I just mentioned it, is the passage of time. 
How, like how fast? Or just like it, it to me, it didn't feel like it went fast or slow. Hmm. You know, life just kind of you know a lot of you know right now we have the big debates on opening and yeah. you know uh, you know are we crossing lines of liberty and freedom? And I'm not here to make political statements right. or anything nope. like that. This is not what we do, and everybody has their own viewpoint. Um, but what I have to say is this: is like being at home working, even though it was weird. It, there was no point where it was like, oh, this is dragging, or oh, this is going by really quick. Or yeah. It, it was just kind of like life continued to go. All in, in a, one place. All in a one place <laughs> in a very weird kind of way. But then yeah. all of a sudden, it's like I woke up one morning, and it's like, man, that was that was two months ago. Yeah. That was two months ago. Our kids got out at, for spring break. Right. They go through a whole week of spring break, and at that point, other schools in the area were already shutting down. Well, because their spring point, breaks had been the week before. Yeah, at that point, though, they were only doing one week of shutdown. That's true. They were only saying, "Hey, we're going to extend it a week," and so yeah. nobody really anticipated that we were going to be in a full-on lockdown. But I can remember getting, you know, having staff meetings, and we were still going to the church and and still going to work and having our meetings, and we're mm-hmm. watching this and kind of watching the school districts slowly make these decisions. Um, and questioning whether, okay, are we doing this too early or whatnot? And then, um, you know, you, you, you get to this point where all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this announcement comes from the governor. And it's like, yeah, wait a minute, we're going to be, we're going to be closing the doors and we're going to be at home together. And <laughs> well, no, not that. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. No, it wasn't that. I mean, it, it was, it was interesting because then it was just like, okay, so my workload it's not that my workload becomes lighter it just changes it it just becomes yeah. something completely different and uh and i think from my point of view i was used to having the whole house to myself for at least let's say 30 hours yeah, a week yeah. to do my work so for those of you who don't know i am a real estate agent and um have done that for a very long time and really enjoy it but uh to help with insurance costs and kind of diversify Financially, I took on a part-time job with a company that sells technology to churches. Yeah, so, I would. You basically are the kind of the IT sales person. Yeah, yeah, you know, and they do support, but you're the one that's pitching the project. Right, right. So what's interesting though is between the, th- I'm going to say the three jobs that we have. Yeah. All of them are considered essential. Yeah, that was that was definitely you know well okay not everywhere here in the state of Texas churches are considered essential businesses. Well, okay, let yeah, me restate so, that. Yeah, because in some places yeah. they are completely shut down, right? So and so it's not just that we're considered essential. All three of our jobs had to continue going no matter if we were considered essential or not. True, true. Yeah, because from your end you're having to support stuff so people can work at home. Right. We're working with people and continuing to continuing to find ways to minister and do church and still selling houses and on the side. And you're still selling houses on the side, <laughs> yeah. which was interesting. Uh-huh. Um so, you know, overall, yeah, the passage of time and, and adjusting to everything, obviously everybody was kind of in the same boat. Yeah. Um, have you ever, do you remember, and you and I are a couple years apart, but we kind of grew up in the same, do you remember anything like this before that was like, I mean, we went through SARS and we went through the avian flu and all that, but I mean, do you remember anything that was kind of like, I, that was so impactful on everyday living for us? Um, on everyday living, not at all. I mean, I, I, even looking back, like I remember when, this is going to be a funny comparison, but it's the only thing I have that's even close. When radars started to be able to detect tornadoes more accurately, okay, yeah, that did change like 
so it used to be that I would be playing outside. The tornado sirens would go off for all of Denton County. Yeah. And yeah. we would just have to go and get down in our shelter. Because you didn't know where it was. Yeah. And we'd be there for a couple hours. Mm-hmm. Where once I was in college-ish. Yeah. So after 2000s. Um, I there was more accuracy, so it changed. Okay. So it kind of did the opposite of what Corona did, right? We I went from having to stay in shelter for hours to having to do it for moments, if that makes sense. Okay, yeah. So no, I get it because you you do you. I can remember you know going to visit grandparents and having bad weather, or and you you just go to sit down, and what you're doing is you got the radio on. Yeah. And the radio is basically going, yeah, we're looking at it, and we think it's kind of over here, yeah. and you need to everybody needs, but then yeah, then radar. Um, but like the night it went over, we had a tornado go over our house mm-hmm. uh, five years ish ago. Was it that long? Wow! I swear it was only like two. I don't know. It was it was a long time ago. But but when it went over, we knew within ten minutes where the storm was. It was coming close. We need to take shelter. Now it's over. We can come. Well, out. yeah, that's true. Response times are different in emergencies like that, especially around here. Well, you remember they didn't uh, in the fall. They had the tornado. They didn't interrupt the ca- interrupt the cowboy yeah. game for it. A lot of people were unhappy. But that's but that's the only thing. Any kind of life change I can think about, maybe. But that wasn't a one time. Yeah, you know, it's a different animal. You know, I I lived, I was old enough in the first Gulf War. I could have been, Mm. you know, I was 18. Mm -hmm. Um, I can remember, you know, specific things like, uh, you know, major milestone events in the 80s, you know, Potomac River crash. um, Mm, Yeah. uh, Reagan getting shot, you know, and, and obviously 9 11 for us. That was probably the biggest, right? Well, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Let's 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 go back to nine eleven. While we weren't on lockdown, but it fundamentally changed how you mm-hmm. everything. And and that's the big question that's going on with the COVID thing right now. Yeah. Is even today the the phrasing of everything, even the the email we got from our daughter's principal was, yeah. uh, they're all having discussions about what does the future look like. Where right. at this time next year or this time uh, in the previous years we would have been like okay well we're going back to school at this time and yeah. school's gonna start and now you know there are conversations people are having like we don't know what school's gonna look like right and that's such a weird animal and i think that's that's kind of the thing you know right now um we're about two weeks out from our governor governor abbott's announcement that he was opening texas back up right um, which started with retail, started with, uh, it started actually as pickup at curbside and then it opened into, you can go in the stores, though not every store is, is doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them are, all, you know, also Kim Lee needs a haircut and Kim Lee needs a haircut, bad. which has just opened now. You can now <laughs> yeah. go get a haircut. Gyms are yeah. the next thing. Gymnasiums and, mm-hmm. you know, exercise workout uh, locations are next, but churches never were really closed. It was a super loosey-goosey, so like we talked about, I sell technology to churches, so we had to know how to help those churches, Mm -hmm. and that was something we really struggled with as a company, was what do we do for these churches when they don't even know what to do themselves? Well, that was the thing, is the guidelines, you know, and and I had a conversation with a friend of mine, and and, you know, we both kind of came to the same conclusion was, you know, while they were not officially closed, churches were not officially closed... The, the suggested or required guidelines were enough that it actually put us in the position where, you know what, it, it's 
we want to close. Yeah. We need to close. One, to protect people. And we'll get to the uh, interesting conversation we had uh, coming towards the, you know, in the last week or so about opening back up, which I can yeah. get to in just a second. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I think the time passage for me being home, you know, yeah. and working and, and being around, you know, obviously we're in the school year. We, we have our kids around there in the summer, right. obviously home every day, but now we're trying to do, everybody's gone into this weird like shift. So my kids are not homeschooled, but now, huh. and, and, and a friend of ours pointed out from the church said, what your kids are doing. And, and she even said this to me the other day. She goes, what my kids are doing right now is not homeschooling. Right. And she's a homeschooler. Yeah. She said, what we're doing is lockdown schooling. Right. Because even in, you know, homeschooling, you have social interactions and friends and you yeah. have activities. And I felt like that was interesting because that kind of became, you know, there were the jokes. Oh, now we're all mm. homeschoolers. Well, really, we're not. Right. Because this is not homeschooling. Right. This and is, it, it also wasn't a choice. It I mean, wasn't I, a choice. We on anybody's part. Put we, on anybody. Yeah. We certainly just obeyed what um, our administrators and what, you know, what, what, leadership in our community desired mm -hmm. and that was important to us that also meant we were doing something we didn't necessarily have <laughs> desire to no, do no not at all <laughs> well and, and and truthfully really and i have to say this is you and i are not necessarily hand-holding parents when it comes to homework um, no we are not our and so kids fail because we let them well okay what i mean is <laughs> And boy, we had some very, I got to say this, part of one of my favorite things about, if I could say there's a favorite thing about this whole situation, uh, uh, not, not meaning to, uh, not meaning to uh, demean teachers, but man, yeah. some of y'all need to uh, get on the technology bandwagon <laughs> because listening yep. to teachers try that, to have, and they need to have a glass of wine. They do when they teach would be <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Some of the Webex and zoom calls that my kids had in classes were hysterical. Um, I would stop what I was doing to listen to them. By far. We've had more laughs over hearing teachers try to teach on, for those of you who use it, Webex. Oh my. And I can't, and, and I look at it and go, this is the most confusing program I've ever seen. Yeah. Nothing makes sense. Yeah. And, uh, you know, my favorite was just listening to my daughter's eighth grade class and listening to the poor <laughs> teacher uh, had not disabled the permissions from yeah. the rest of the class. So they were constantly kicking him out of the meeting or muting um. him, which is disrespectful and I don't condone it, but it was very entertaining. And my daughter was not doing it. But, no, but she was laughing. It was funny. Having work with youth, yeah. you know, so many years, it was exactly what I expected. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you were kind of the pipeline of information for me. <laughs> Yeah. in regard to what churches were doing because it, yeah. it was kind of like okay we're not sure what to do kim what are they doing and yeah. you tell me and it's like okay so we need to consider that it was i mean it was really interesting to be in contact with um i'm gonna say 20 churches on yeah. any given day depending on what was going on and to hear their struggles and to hear um their insight and their wisdom and what was working and what wasn't working yeah um what was the most common struggle they had Who really needed to work from home? Okay. And was it necessary? Like, mm, okay. did the secretary really need to take a computer home and work? Yeah. Or could she just take a break? I mean, it wasn't about pay, right? It was, this is an ability to give some of our staff who work super duper hard. Uh -huh. Some of them may be able to take a break 
Yeah. And even if they're, you know, hourly, we'll still pay them. You're not talking about a furlough. Just saying, no. hey, you know what? It's paid vacation, essentially. Yeah. It's paid leave right yeah. now because we don't really need you. Right. But they were, I mean, what I did see is those same people who were like, well, I can't really do anything at the church. They then became kind of the, um, like, eyes and ears for the church and, mm-hmm. and we would hear stories about you know the secretary is now going to check on john that lives yeah, down the street yeah. and the member that's been at the church for 40 years that they haven't seen in a couple weeks and you know they it kind of becomes more of a mobilization issue yeah and making sure they have what they need than anything else well in a mobilization issue in a time where you're supposed to stay away from people right right and and, yeah. and our church did you know, i really loved that we did this and i had nothing to do with this plan but they came up with a team that essentially um you know and you may think the terms are crass or whatever but the elderly and the shut-ins and those yeah. who are single living alone of the at risk you know yeah uh and a team was assembled and sent out and you know what do you yeah. need and it, and it gave some really neat opportunities i think that was one thing that we were you know immediately the the sense you know the very first thing you jump into is okay how are we going to do services right? right and and how are we going to help people and so it kind of becomes this juggling of okay first we got to take care of these people next mm-hmm. we got to figure out how we're going to have church yeah. Um, and so, you know, I would assume being in an IT company, mm-hmm. a lot of the church, but you work with much larger churches, so they've already got an established kind of like production uh, yeah, system so going. We did see a huge increase. Uh, yeah, we saw a huge increase in people like yourself or people who were um, in media of any type of production for the church. Those guys man you send them some flowers they were working some of them you could just tell had been working 60 70 80 oh yeah hours a well week. we have a friend who's a, a production guy at one of the local christian universities and yeah. he was doing the chapels like yeah. he was filming them and his team they were yeah. i mean just crazy yeah, just they almost were like living there right and yeah um, you know, and, and of course, you're at the same time, you're dealing with not just the physical needs, the mental health needs. Right. Um, at the same time, you know, obviously, we're not supposed to be we don't need to be in isolation be, uh, in terms of our mental yeah. health, because that's hard. Right. But even for our kids, there was the, the non-social aspect that was weighing on them. And, yeah. you know, we work uh, with children. You know, we mm-hmm. tried, you know, obviously we had all these technological things like Zoom and whatnot, right. which works great at a certain age. I, I don't know if it necessarily was that great. We tried to do some Zoom meetings with the kids and have yeah. fun with them. But, you know, you're in the middle of the school day and um, and some of that worked. We right. Our student ministry went completely online and, you know, it first started really strong. I think after a while what ends up happening, as much as technology is great, yeah. and I think people get bored with it. It's just hard to love somebody through that. I mean, this is not an easy scenario for anybody. No. And no. people want, especially people who are outgoing, mm-hmm. want to go somewhere and see someone and laugh with them. Yeah, exactly. Um, I do love that a lot of the churches, a lot of the people, and and this wasn't just churches, a lot of the people who are, um, you know, social, like social media Yeah, they're they're really kind of, they've got a presence. The social media presence people, that they really stepped up and just did some funny things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was talking to another leader of a life group, a small group that we have, and we were talking about what to do, and all these different options and you know one of the things we landed on was people just need fun yeah yeah i mean you can't really create fun at home by yourself especially if you're like young and you have your own apartment or if you're older and you're living in your own house or whatever you know you you can't it's hard to find something to laugh at by yourself (laughs) 
<laughs> sometimes. That, that is true. <laughs> and you have me, so, so you have plenty to laugh well, at. There's there's three other bodies in my house and a dog, so I have lots of <laughs> time and, and plenty of WebEx. <laughs> or Zoom meetings <laughs> Zoom or meetings whatnot. That, to you know. uh, gain some laughter from. But really, I mean, during this time, people needed laughter. Yeah. Big yeah. time. They needed, they needed fun. They needed... Uh, you know, uh, hmm. what what would you think, you know, for you, you, obviously you said the laughter thing. What was the hardest thing for you? Or what has been? I mean, we're not, technically um, we're not even really done yet, but what? I think watching my daughter be really sad about not celebrating moving from middle school to high school. Yeah, that's hard. And I, I mean, she's she's just going from middle school to high school and we'll get through it and it'll be fine. But what about the high schoolers? Well, but that's the thing is there was all this, you know, and I, I rightfully so, an emphasis on high schoolers graduating and whatnot. Yeah. But there's so many transitions that happen in a year. You know, elementary right. going to middle school, middle school going to high school. That you These are milestones, right? Yeah. Preschoolers going to elementary school and you can't celebrate them. We had a child had a birthday in the middle of it. <laughs> and fortunately, yeah. uh, very blessed to have you know, over a hundred people from the church just drive by to say happy birthday to it. It was amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was like, it was like one of those YouTube videos you see or Facebook videos yeah. about, you know, kids having a special day. It was probably one of my favorite. It, I, it was one of my favorite moments of the past two months. Yeah. I mean, it was just so neat to watch, but yet at the same time, there's this unspoken or maybe it's not shared mental, uh, emotional toll yes. um, that Huge. you just have. And that's part of the reason why we just up and at one point, you hmm. know, it's shelter at home. We just up and got out of town and we, we, we went to the mountains and for two weeks, it was wonderful. Yeah. It was two weeks working remotely uh, in the mountains. And if you can do that, I highly suggest it. If not, then, you know, you got to find a way to uh, break it up, a little to break bit. it up a little <laughs> bit, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think that was healthy for them to just get a change. We didn't do anything. Like, we just went to a different well, place. I, we were working really hard. We were working. So but, it, I mean, at the same yeah. time, the kids were just in the house doing homework. But it was yeah. different. It was seeing. And it gave us, I, I, you know, I don't know about everybody who listens to this, but at least in our neighborhood, it got to a point where there was just people walking everywhere. So it was a more, it was a bigger risk for us to send the kids outside to go take a walk yeah. than it would be just to go to the cabin and walk down the street where nobody's there. <laughs> well, and much better scenery, and it's nicer out, and yeah. you know the air smells nice, and everything. Well, yeah. and and th- that also you point out, you know, everybody kind of walking around. You know, the, mm-hmm. I think the hardest thing for me has just been kind of the the split down the middle of viewpoints on this whole thing. Yeah. Um. You know, I'm not going to share where I, I land, and I'm I'm not you know the, not as concerned about where everybody is on this spectrum. Um, but you know, obviously there were quite a few opinions about, um, you know, whether, uh, lockdown was necessary, whether we, it was not enough, whether it was too much, what, you know, Mm -hmm. you started hearing things about tyranny and, Mm -hmm. uh, but then you started hearing things about, you know, oh, you're just careless and callous with people's lives. And so it was, you know, equally back and forth. Um, and so a lot of times it didn't feel like there was a lot of middle ground, but it was interesting. And this kind of expressed the frustration I had was uh, right before we uh, started having discussions and plans about how we're going to reopen, because now Mm -hmm. we're at this point where we can start reopen, at least in a certain capacity. Uh, We did a survey with our church and, you know, it was kind of all over the map. You know, everybody was kind of in a different place. You had some who was like, open it up right away. Let's all go. Um, You know, some were like, hey, I'm not coming back. There were those in the middle. But what was highlighted was 
every person, and I found this interesting, every person that answered, not one of them uh, was, I don't care, and I'm coming no matter what, and I'm not going to, everybody had a concern, everybody had a precaution, everybody, which speaks to the reality that, yes, people are dying from this virus, right? But what it brought to mind to me is in the midst of all this debate over, you know, whether it's right or wrong or yes or no or too much or not enough, um, there was something very clear and is that people were very, very scared. Yeah. And so our role became in some way, shape or form was supposed to be and is supposed to be to help alleviate that fear. Yeah. Um, And I don't know necessarily if on either side that was really done well and maybe people weren't as scared as i thought but we knew people we know people who were who were deeply deeply nervous about Mm -hmm. it and we know people who are hospitalized yeah we know people who are hospitalized yeah you know i felt like there was you know it speaks to a lot of times what happens with people is we we go to extremes and speaking and we land in these extreme camps um without the balance of saying look you know there's there's truth there's rational thinking there's looking at the facts that we can help alleviate some of that fear that people have because to me the bigger issue uh here's the you know my thing was this and this is this is leading into kind of a point we had about reopening our church Mm -hmm. i'm not worried about catching it yeah like i'm not i I mean yes the risk i i do have certain factors of risk and you know but Mm -hmm. um i i am you know i'm not i'm just not worried about it um but you know what does bother me is the idea and and several of us talked about this even in a meeting with local churches was if we open up and everybody comes and they're still living under this fear coming into a church Mm -hmm. where they're uh wearing masks and distancing and not shaking hands and not hugging and and they're just preoccupied with this that's not church it's not it's not a gathering of believers it 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 doesn't feel like it's something you we don't feel like we're living free of fear as we should it feels like we're just going through the motions with all these things now there's you know there's sane precautions right Mm -hmm. there's things you should do but it becomes this cold and sterile thing um, where it just doesn't feel like the family. We are at a church that's known for being incredibly outgoing and friendly, mm-hmm. welcoming people. But then we become, you know, a gathering, a body of believers who now are still being apart from each other and distanced from each other. Yeah. It just doesn't, I mean, it doesn't feel right. I think you have to look at it from a worship standpoint and what God calls us to do in worship, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just essentially collapse into him you know you're yeah. you're trusting in him and you're and i'm not saying that wearing a face mask is not trusting in him exactly but what i am saying is when i am wearing a face mask it is very hard for me to focus on other things yeah being a- absolutely being worshiping jesus so i um i will honestly probably not go until those restrictions are lifted because mm-hmm. there is zero point for me mm. You know, and, and I've heard the other side is like, well, we just need to get back in as fast as we can. And I can I can understand that yeah. as well. Uh, yeah. You know, I think there's some middle ground things you can do. You know, the question becomes, how has this fundamentally changed everything going forward? Well, right. hopefully not a lot. I mean, what I hope doesn't happen is we live and exist in this fear when this has really kind of burned itself out. And, you know, everyone says, well, it'll never really burn itself out. There's people saying that it'll always be. Okay, yeah. but you know what? The flu's always around. And there are disease. Yeah. So at some point, this is going to become, hey, you know what? It's out there. Y- you know, you right. just got to be aware. There's always things out there. Yeah. Um, 
I, you know, that's the part of me that struggles a little bit is, okay, going forward, how has this changed? I, hopefully not a whole lot, you know? I mean, we just kind of go forward, and if it happens again, we maybe we've learned a little bit, and we deal mm-hmm. with it maybe in a different way. Maybe some things are the same, but... I don't know. I mean, maybe Walmart will wash their carts more often. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I gotta tell you though, Walmart's (laughs) lockdown protocol where you can't walk in a certain direction, and man, you're always breaking that. I am always breaking that rule. (laughs) I walk in the wrong direction every time. To be fair, you don't really walk. Your your old <laughs> my favorite was at Walmart when you were just reaching in for the bread. Yeah, when I reached, I, I didn't actually go down the aisle. I just stretched enough <laughs> over the line to get what I needed. Yeah. So I don't I don't I don't count that as breaking the rules. Yeah. That's not breaking the law. But uh, of course, you and I we'll just go ahead and confess we never wore masks out. No. We didn't, and well, you did once I think I, when we first I got have to Colorado. A ski mask. So when we went to Colorado, <laughs> she, she had a ski mask. People, she walked in looking like not she like was, that kind of ski mask. It's, it's a like, scarf. It's super cute, y'all. But I wore that over my face because on the way we had been warned that they were on super tight lockdown. Once we got there, we realized yeah they were, but also it was low season. Yeah, there's hardly so anybody there. There was nobody in the city to begin with, and that w- didn't change because of coronavirus. It was just not vacation season. Oh my season. gosh, it was not vacation season. Yeah, and that's the first time we've ever gone when it wasn't vacation season. <laughs> it was so amazing. It was really weird. Yeah, but it was amazing. It was like, yeah, it was very nice. We could get like anywhere a, we needed to go. Yeah, but also people in remote locations mm-hmm. are not necessarily as aware of what's happening oh what or where or worried oh my gosh the stretch from uh from like santa fe all the way up to where we were going was like nobody was talking about it everybody was like "Eh, whatever and so i cared i think the government warnings were to try to get the attention of people and maybe and i don't know but i heard several people say now we're a month into this at that point yeah but i heard several local people where we were at say did you hear this thing can take seven to 14 days to yeah tri-? i mean there was a lot of like <laughs> wait the information's trickling down now <laughs> it's really slow you know truthfully <laughs> i don't even know the full information on it y- yeah. you know i'm not the person who's gonna sit and right uh and maybe that makes me passive i don't know i'm not gonna sit there and read stats and post videos oh my goodness whenever we have a situation like this again we just need to like can we stop Facebook? Just like just put turn it on pause. social media off because social yeah. media becomes even more of a cesspool than it was. Okay, we're, we're not going down that I'm road. I'm not going we're down not that go- road. Okay, I have some questions. You have questions. Okay, yes. ask questions. What is going to be, you think, your funniest memory from coronavirus? Oh, wow. That's a good question. Oh, okay. So I have two. Both of them have to do with doing student ministry online. So we kicked off our uh, our uh, COVID uh, live special with student ministry with a uh, wing eating contest. Um, spicy wings. Oh, my gosh. That was the beginning. That was the beginning. That started the oh. whole thing. And uh, I ordered a lot of real. At this point, you could still go out to the stores without any. Nobody was well, looking at you. Well, it was a 10 person minimum. Yeah, it was 10 person minimum. Of course, we broke all of the social maximum, distancing. We broke all the social distancing rules in our first video, which we were yeah. we were told. Yeah. You know, it was pointed out to us, which we we That's adjusted. Fine. Yeah. But uh, it's a great if you you know it's a great video of us eating these stupidly hot sauces. And the last one, which is only supposed to be a drop in cooking, mm. is poured over the wing. And that evening mm. ends 
with me and the other guy in our backyard <laughs> guzzling milk, <laughs> trying not to get sick. Such and a I, good video. And I go to sit down in a chair in our yeah. backyard that's not the best condition. And uh, Ben, who's in the backyard with me, he said he turned just in time to see the chair flip over yeah. with me in it and a jug of milk. And milk is spiraling through the air. I'm doing a backflip, hacking and coughing. Yeah. My eyes are watering. I can't see anything because of this hot sauce. And I'm just laying in my yard thinking to myself, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Yeah, it was good. And, you know. It was and a good moment. It was a good moment. And here's the thing. If you asked me to do it tomorrow, I'd do it again. Yeah. And that's the unfortunate, silly thing about being in youth ministry all those years. If it's like, if it gets a laugh, I'll do it, you know, yeah. kind of thing. So that was the first funny one. Um, the, the, you know, honestly, the parts that made me laugh a lot were uh, when we were doing things and they would just go wheels off with students. Yeah. Like we would try to set up something. And I think that's what's been kind of cool is, you know, people talk about the stress levels and stuff. For us, the stress has not been that great in doing what we're doing. Yeah. Um, you know, we would get online and do these live uh, youth ministry meetings and stuff and just have complete train wrecks. Yeah. And love it mm -hmm. and laugh. And everybody who was on watching us and interacting with us having a great time. And so there was a certain amount of, like, uh, it, it felt less programmatic. Yeah. And, like, we don't have to, we don't have to make it. We yeah. don't have to make it hit all the spots. Yeah. If my computer is going to freeze up or, um, you know, I'm going to reveal the answer to the game early or we're going to laugh or somebody's going to talk about, you know, poop yeah. <laughs> in the middle of it. Yeah. And we weren't expecting that as an answer. You know, whatever. It just it happens. Right. right. And so what about you? What was your funniest um, or most fun or I, don't, I can't remember how funniest. you phrased it. I think <laughs> I think. um Definitely, there was a, I'm not going to point to any fingers on who it was, but there was a conversation on, uh, with the teacher this morning during class. Oh my gosh, there was. Ha I, it was, uh, so the night you did the hot wings was really funny, but I'm going to let that be yours. Okay. But yeah. the, the laughter, I, I could not contain myself. This, this poor teacher, like somebody was muting her and then. <laughs> She decided that the way to fix that was to end the Oh, end the meeting like four end, or five times. End the meeting. Then she restarted it. And this time there was reverb. But she told everybody there was reverb because they were too close to their the, screen. Not, not, go ahead. So then she ended that conversation and started. By the time we got to the third one, I was done. I know. Like, <laughs> well, and then you it. text me in the middle of it saying yeah. one of the students has given her the what for about the lesson. <laughs> uh, when you're getting dressed <laughs> down by a 10-year-old because your lessons are confusing. We're all done. And that his all mother has done. to rewrite your lesson plan. So <laughs> yeah. you're gonna, I mean, it's like we are at the end of the year, man. Yeah. Let's just be yeah. done with this. Yeah. So that, that was a pretty great moment. Um, I, there was a moment where Jessica was fixing... A cake. She's been wonderful in She's been baking a cake, yeah. Desserts. Yeah, that's been nice is having a teenager. You can go, I need something sweet. Bake some cookies. Yeah. But there was some moment where she was trying to figure out what an 8 by 10 or whatever the measurement is. Cake pan, yeah. A, cake, a rectangle cake pan. And so they said, you know, find a rectangle cake pan. And she holds up a circular one and then a rectangular one and says, which do you think would be better? <laughs> said probably the one that's the shape they're See this is this for. is the problem with our education system. We go to we go to online schooling and our kids forget their shapes. 
Yeah. And that's an issue. Yeah. No. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I think, uh, well, yeah, I got to push her in the pool last night. That was pretty that funny. That was funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Um, what you about, know, did you have a moment that was um, sweet or you think was real memorable? I think one of mine was sitting at the table with Jess and truly having an honest discussion about college mm, yeah. and what that looks like. Um, she had been told that basically the statement was made in school at some point when you get student loans. Yeah, when you. Yeah. And so we were talking to her about the options of what that really looks like and why that was a false belief to think you have to get student loans. Um, yeah. And student loans are definitely something you can do, but. It's also something you don't have to do. You don't have to. And I think that's yeah. been a misperception, people. Yeah, it was a good conversation. I overheard you guys talking about that. I, yeah. You know, f- sweet times for me. I mean, I had so many. Mm-hmm. Um, watching our son, you know, have a big birthday because people came by. Um, having yep. kids in our children's ministry have birthdays and, you know, yeah. send them messages and stuff, which was really fun. Um, you know, uh, my elementary director, uh, oh. she had a baby. One week before we went into quarantine. He's already... And by the way, that week when I went to go see him, he kissed me. Wait, what? Yes. The baby kissed me. He kissed me. He's never kissed me. I know. He kissed you? Yeah. Okay. Jenny saw it. Jenny saw it. So yeah. uh, she had a baby. And, and you try to imagine, um, uh, you know, when if you have kids, the first child, your first baby, yeah. your firstborn... And everybody coming to see it and all the excitement. Now imagine that, and then you have to go into a lockdown where nobody can see the baby. Yeah. And you're in-house, you know. It's hard. All day long with a child who you love dearly, who is giving you all the, you know, tiredness and everything, but you can't share that with anybody because they're not supposed to be coming over. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we talked on Zoom and we we did all that. But, you know, for me, our family to her family, that Mm -hmm. has been really special and neat because – um, you know, I feel like we, we've gotten to just emotionally care and check in and that they have become better friends. And, um, you know, I look forward to the day when we got to babysit him last yeah. week and he's super, super sweet and cute and just a good, good baby. Um, and we haven't had a baby in our house in a long time. So it's being able to, it's been time. a long time. <laughs> And so just to be around them, that was, yeah. and, uh, you know, I, I think there were hard times, there were difficult times, um, yeah. that, uh, you know, you and I, we have friction at times, rub against mm-hmm. each other. And, yep. but I also think we had the time in Colorado was nice and sweet. And I think yeah. just being together in that sense, um, you know, it's going to be hard to go back to work to an office and not get to see you every day. Mm. Um, because, you know, we've had that and yeah. not, you don't always get that. You don't always get to spend the day with your spouse while you're working and just walk down the hall and see them. Yeah. Um, and to me, that's that's super cool and, and very, very special to be able to do that. So mm. I think that's going to be hard for me uh, yeah. to go back because... Yeah. Um, you know, I think we have over the years, we've talked about we've had struggles and yeah. um, in our marriage early on I think now we're we're learning and we've been learning and been growing and we're way past parts that uh but with a long way to go and Mm -hmm. you know when you have that opportunity to be there together 24 hours and and see better things growing you know you don't want to walk away from that so right um yeah I think there were lots of you know like I said being you know while you get stir crazy it wasn't terrible I 
I you mean, know? honestly, like when we were at the cabin and I was able to go through all of our home videos and stuff, really those moments are so precious to me. Yeah. That oh, yeah, because we sat and watched all those home movies. <laughs> we literally yes. binge-watched our own home videos. Eight <laughs> hours of home <laughs> movies. And not because we wanted to. We weren't forcing the kids. Yeah. Uh, they wanted to watch they, it. I was trying to do the fast-forward version, you know, where you, like, watch your favorite portions mm-hmm. of one video. You watch ten minutes of an hour's worth of stuff. Then you go on to the next one. And Jessica was like, no, we want to see every yeah. single video. And that's the, that's what's so <laughs> funny is things like this afford that opportunity to do. Yeah. Is we went back and, you know, now our kids have a better picture of our history. And, right. and you know, they, and there were some real hard discussions that came out of that as well. Yeah. Like, okay, this is that part of life, right? Yeah. This is where we were. and That time I wore skeleton earrings, earrings. in seventh grade wow. <laughs> for my pictures. Yes. <laughs> you were so hot. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> if I was in middle school, I would have probably dated you. Uh, ew. <laughs> Do you want me to edit this part out? I don't care. Okay. <laughs> don't say it that way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just got real here yeah. on the birds and the leaves. There's uh, a reason we have the name. Uh, there's a reason we have the name. No, um, you know, I think we, we enjoyed, for the most part, being around each other. Uh, you know, obviously kids are going to rub up against each other and get uh, have yep. have moments where... All day, every day! They're not going <laughs> <laughs> to be happy. I learned that my child can sleep, both of them now. Oh. Our, our son has transitioned into the sleep all day. And I'm okay with that. That's fine. I'm just going to be very honest. Yeah, he's he's not waking up at 6.30 and yeah. mama can sleep past 6.30 because of that. So, yes, exactly. Yes. So... That's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I you know, uh, we're making it. We've got a long way to go. There's a lot of interesting things that are happening. I'm getting emails from churches. Or, hey, what are you going to do uh, with children's ministry when you yeah. come back? And, you know, it seems to be across the board is, you know, right now we want to get the doors open and people together. But a lot of those other things, you know, we'll, we'll put those on the back burner for a little bit and just kind of be. That's what I I like is I think we're more concerned about being a family and being back together as a body than we are as being pro having the programs running though. You know, we're doing things like we're going to do online VBS because we don't want to just cancel it, but we also logistically just can't pull together Mm -hmm. um, in the time, but also put that burden. You know, you think about that. What are people going to do when the doors swing wide open all the way? They're going to be gone. They need to get out. They need to go somewhere. Well, I mean, we just this week, I have started going out with one or two girlfriends just to have some time with them. Some, some of them I much need, much needed time. Um, But those relationships I really miss. Um, just connecting i just go with my friends we go and shop at places and sometimes don't buy anything but we're you know growing those friendships and um, having very serious discussions about where we are with jesus and i have needed i didn't realize how much i needed that until i went with my friend and we had a real discussion about how are we seeking god and what does that look like and why is it harder right now than it has been in the past and Meanwhile, uh, your children and I are, have caught up completely on every Dude Perfect video ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think we've, yes. So our 10-year-old just discovered Dude Perfect. And so, um, Coronavirus. yeah, that's what we've been doing, watching <laughs> yeah. and, you know, sitting there going, why could we have not come up with that? Because yep, we could have done it. What a brilliant way to make a living! And those youth guys have done it. Youth ministry on TV. That's all. That's what it is. It's youth ministry on TV. <laughs> yeah. And uh, 
so yeah, we've watched a lot of Dude Perfect. We've watched a lot yeah. of TV shows. Mm-hmm. We have watched a lot of Zoom meetings. We have. Yeah. I have helped with. I mean, the kids helped me. We purged the house. Yes, we did do that. And honestly, my bigger project was purging all the technology memories we had. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's something that people talked about. They said, like, I have all, there were all these memes. I have all this time to get all these things done, and uh-huh. then nothing gets done. But I can say without a shadow of a doubt, <laughs> you set out to do these things. I did. And I you got them done. Yeah, I don't know that I would have ever had that time again. No, so I don't think so. I after we really cleaned the house, I went through all our technology and consolidated all the pictures and deleted what we uh-huh. didn't have, you know, what we had doubles of and... Um, came up with a strategy moving forward so we don't have too much. And, and we planted a legit vegetable garden. We'll see. We'll see. We planted uh, one. We planted one. We'll I'm, see if I'm hoping grows. to make my own Tabasco sauce. That'll be pretty cool. Maybe I can make a corn Ooh, salad. I could I could make birds in the leaves hot sauce. We could market it. We could make Ew. a web store. No. Nope. <gasps> if you give to the Patreon that we're nope. going to create, then nope. you could get some of my hot sauce. Because that means that we're making things in our home and then... No. Well, it's free. We're not selling it. We're just giving it away. You just, oh, God. That's a free oh, gift. Here we go. It's a free gift. Okay. So, yeah. which is an oxymoron. Free gift. It's a gift. I don't know. Okay. We'll think about it. Anyways. I think we should brand. I feel, all that to say, I yeah. feel like our home and our all of our technology and all those things are in a good place right yeah, now. Yeah. I think we've done some good. I mean, the house looks better. Yeah. Um, we got projects done. Uh, it feels more, there are areas of our house that feel more like they should, like yeah. even the room we're in right now recording yeah. has been kind of a disaster and not, but now it's a space for, yep. uh, for this as well as working and fun <laughs> yeah. and, you know, so, uh, it, it's, it, we're feeling like we're in a place where things are getting to where we want them to be. So, yeah. um, you know, kudos to you for actually following through on your project. So, and Look. getting them done. If there was going to be a time to do it, this is the time. This you are you have an incredible gift and talent for making those things happen. So, yeah. <sighs> any final thoughts on COVID twenty twenty? All I'm saying is, if you've listened to this podcast all the way through, if you yeah, there's 45 <laughs> minutes of us just God rambling. Bless you. Yeah, it's 45 <laughs> minutes of us just rambling about what happened. We should tell like a really, um, a really deep dark secret. And then you get a prize if you've listened all the way through. <laughs> One deep, dark secret. <laughs> and if you but can you, tell us what it is. Yeah. Yeah. What is a good deep, dark secret? Um, like, it can't be a bad secret. I like, know. it's not, it can't no. be that I murdered somebody and then buried them out like, like this, which didn't happen, by the way. My first grade teacher's name was, and if I could remember it, That's I would. That's not say. a deep, dark secret. Okay, I got one for you. Okay. okay. If okay. But it if, has to be about both of us. Well, no, this one's about me. But if See? you See? I don't have one for us. <laughs> we don't have any deep dark secrets. We don't, we don't. Okay, so here's one about me. So so okay, so if you listened all the way through, why are we doing this? This was totally spontaneous as you can if you can tell. Mm-hmm. Um we will give you Oh no. What are we going to give them? You're the one that started that sentence. We're not going to give you anything, but <laughs> a high five. We'll give you a digital high five if you can. Uh, I'll give you a hug in the mail. I'll do that. Yes, give okay. a hug in the mail. I'll, I'll send you a hug in the mail if you can tell us how many houses have we lived in. Oh, that's wow. a good one. Okay, I think how many houses eight. we lived in? Um, I think let's it's see. Eight. Uh, we had the apartment one, yeah, apartment two, two, house we bought, Pennsylvania. We lived in tw- two places in Pennsylvania. Temporarily. Temporarily. Then we bought the house. Yeah. Then we moved to Dallas. Uh-huh. Then we moved to Flower Mound 1. 
Uh-huh. Flower Mound 2. Yes. So what? That's nine. So we've lived in nine distinct locations in 15 years. Yes. So nine different domiciles, if you would. <laughs> so that's the question. If you can text Kim um, or email Kim. Email our uh, email podcastingleads at gmail.com or leave yeah. a comment on our Facebook. How many places have we lived since we've been married? How many uh, indi- physical buildings have we lived in yep. uh, since we have uh, been married? And she will send you a hug in the mail. I will mail you a you, hug. She will mail you a I hug. Ha- and yep. here's the thing about hugs from Kim. They don't happen very often. <laughs> she is not a hugger. And you may be saying to yourself, what's the value of a hug from Kim? I can tell you right now. <laughs> It's rare enough because she's not yep. a hugger yep. um, that it actually might have some monetary value to it. That <laughs> you, you can say, you could say, <laughs> no. I'm digging myself a hole. You so. are. There's no monetary value. There's no I monetary will send value. You a hug. It's just really rare. <laughs> so she'll send you a hug. Okay. Yeah. Before we go any deeper into this hole, <laughs> you know, a lot of podcasts are professional. We, not us. We're just <laughs> us. And. Here anyway, we are. Anyway, so uh, hey, thank you guys for listening to us ramble. Thank you guys for uh, you know really listening to the last couple episodes and uh, encouraging us by doing so to keep going with this. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with us, you can get in touch with us at our uh, Gmail podcastingleads at gmail You can check us out on Facebook. Uh, Kim keeps that updated when new episodes come out. Go back and listen to our story. Go back and listen to uh, us ramble. Mm-hmm. Definitely, if you have not, go back and check out the uh, Oscar. Uh, the Oscar episode and our friends Mike and Robin go listen and, mm-hmm. and hear from them. We hopefully we can do more interviews with people soon. Um, but again, uh, we hope and pray that you are doing well, that you're safe and that this entire situation has uh, grown you, uh, grown you closer in your relationship with the Lord, with each other, with family. Um, and that, uh, you remember uh, that we have nothing to fear. Um, and we look forward to life uh, mm-hmm. beyond this. And so, uh, for Nathan and Kim, this is me speaking because that's a really awkward <laughs> way to say so it. That was so awkward. That was super awkward. <laughs> but uh, you know this what? This is Nathan. This is Nathan, and I'm speaking on behalf of Kim. Kim, what? bye. No, what? this is Nathan. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> We're going to leave all this in because it's great stuff. Hey, let Here, me, let, let me try it again. This is Nathan. And this is Kim. And we hope you have a great week. 